Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. I'm trying to think about how to practice not being in control. Yeah, beautiful, Julia. I'm going to speak into that for a second for the room. It's not about not being in control. Control is something that we innately need in our life to feel safe. It's what we're controlling that we need to look at, okay? So when we're thinking about being in control of others versus being in control of creating an experience for ourselves and allowing that experience to ripple out, those are different things, aren't they? We think that by creating a structured 12-week program with like these clear objectives outlined that we are somehow in control, but that's just the illusion. Just because you have this structure in place doesn't mean you're in control of anything. It just temporarily makes your ego feel comfortable thinking that you have a process that people will follow and get a result. And sometimes they do. And then that's when you get this giant dopamine hit. Like, yes, I have evidence that this works. But then that's also on the flip side where we fall into self-doubt, immense self-doubt when it doesn't work for someone else. And that's where guilt drops in and shame drops in and judgment drops in, right? All the while, we're operating in an illusion. There was never a guarantee of controlling an outcome. So when we're think about, thinking about what we're controlling, what we can actually control is the energy that we step into our spaces with. We can control where we're moving from, meaning instead of moving into a conversation with our clients from a place of let me guarantee an outcome and I'm only okay if that outcome happens, let me ascend that and let's step into that conversation completely detached from the outcome and instead open to receive you as you are and meet you in the energy that you're at and make that totally okay. Because the reality is, is your clients are going to step into a space with you and have failed that week and not done their action steps. And if we're operating through the lens of, I need them to get to this outcome in order to be okay, we are now meeting them in that energy or we're meeting them from that energy. And that's when we start to use tactics that don't feel good innately to us because that's not who we are. It's just what we've been conditioned to operate as. So when we ascend into this space of, I'm detached from your outcome and I'm much more interested in connecting to the, the emotion that you're bringing into the space today and holding a safe place for that to exist in so that we can make sense of it and not fear it. That's when intimacy exists. That's when vulnerability becomes possible because that's a safe pocket for them to be fully seen in. That's where real change occurs. Remember when I said that the most beautiful moments are never the ones where we're celebrating in joy. It's always the ones where we're coming together in pain. We have to be okay meeting our clients in pain and also expect that that's not going to be every moment. Everyone's moving through their own emotional pulses every single day. And when we try to control the experience of someone else, to match what we need it to look like in order for us to feel safe, we deny them the freedom to be in whatever emotional pulse they happen to be in. 
which then ripples out into their life. Like how often have we had, I know I've done this so many times, how often have we had a conversation with a client who comes to us struggling with whatever and instead of holding space around it and allowing that to normalize before moving forward, we start to strategize around how to get them to a place where they're feeling better and what we could change and how we could look at different areas of their life to, to fix that so that they don't have to feel that way anymore. Right? It's our default to like get them out of that pain as quickly as possible. But what if before we, what if before we moved past it, we actually amplified it and we let it speak? Like we can only do that from a place of, I don't need you to be okay in order for me to be okay. I'm comfortable with you not being okay because I'm coming at you from the place of already being okay myself. And I trust me to hold us in this. And the most beautiful thing happens when you do this. Every time I've experienced this, every single time. And I don't know that I have like a logical reason for why, but what I chalk it up to is intimacy and safety. When you meet them in that and create a space for that to exist without trying to change it or manipulate it, it dissolves by itself because all it ever wanted was to be seen and expressed. And now that carries them further in their life because now they have a capacity to hold someone else in their pain without fixing it too, because they felt it from you. Can you see that ripple? So the idea of control is really interesting and it's much more important to, to play with where you're imposing control and shifting it away from controlling anything outside of you to controlling instead the way in which you hold yourself. And that occurs through your own rituals, through your own practice, through the space that you create for yourself. Hi again, before you go, I wanted to make sure you knew about The Secret Garden. This is my private membership where I give you unlimited access to all my best stuff, like my entire trigger mapping curriculum, all my workshops, monthly immersive live events, weekly live calls, and different layers of support, each designed for you to access at the depth that you desire. I designed it to stretch you to new edges as a coach and a leader, to unravel your conditioning and wake you up to your truth so you can stand in your gift and lead your people from that place. I've linked it up in the show notes for you to explore more when it feels good for you. Okay, I'll see you back here soon. Love ya.